Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bardic College Presents Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raz, I'm your keeper, and I'm still here with the ladies. As you know, getting caught up with us, things have been uh, a little bleak here, but we do have some... um, some interesting developments that occurred last time when we saw Faye Dawson and Catherine Ross were in Yinko's establishment and they had a chance to speak with Caravaggio, AKA Matthew or Matthias Haupt, whichever name he was going by at the time. And a gun went off and we're going to find out exactly what that means right now. So Faye, you had the drop on Matthew as Catherine was speaking and you were pretty, pretty dead set on, attempting to end his life. So why don't you go ahead and make a roll and take 15% off whatever you roll, making the number lower. So if you roll a 30, it becomes a 15. If you roll a 45, it becomes a 30. So we're going to subtract. That makes the, the hit better. That's okay. you. That's him cross-legged in a chair, five feet away, and you popping the trigger at point almost point black range. So go ahead and give me a roll and tell me what you get. You got it. I rolled a... 71, so minus 15, that is... 56? That sounds correct. Yes, so that's a regular success. <laughs> that sounds correct. Thank you. That's called math. We do that here sometimes in the part of college. I, uh, not that's me. Okay. <laughs> so, kids, we're breaking out a special die that comes with Conan, 2D20, Odysseus in the uh, Adventures of the Ancient Dreamed of. And we normally don't do this here in Cthulhu and Cairo, but this special die tells us where the bullet went. And we use it because it's really fun. So now we're going to find out no, exactly where she this shot him. No, it's not. This is not fun. No. yippee ki And she shot him in the head. No! No! So. Oh, no. And Matthew's... that's a kill shot. Well, no, it's, it's a definite. stop rubbing it in. It's a definite ouchie. So, uh, Faye, go ahead and roll your damage. That d20, that was faded. I swear to God, it was definitely... I can't see it. It could say pickle. Catherine's not armed, right? (laughs) It could say punum. That would be the way. That would be face on head, too. People have lived through headshots. It's not always... It could have been a graze, depending on the damage. I rolled a two. Graze. There we go. Here you go, Catherine. He's going to kill me now, so... Well, I don't know about that, because... That's um. So the shot, the shot comes and sp- scrapes the side of his head as he jerks backwards. Um, he falls out of the chair. You know, I mean, he he just lur- lunges himself, launches himself backwards because he's obviously doesn't want to get shot again. Catherine, you're the next fastest in the room. So what are you going to do? Well, the first thing I'm going to scream is, "What are you doing? Protecting you? What does it look like I'm doing?" Faye, un- you do have you do have multiple shots on that weapon, don't you? I do. I'm just asking if you needed to take another pull. Um, Keep I her. wanted to try to aim for the. I- <laughs> no, I, I I won't. I I had hey, one shot God, off. Maybe God said bad idea and made you roll <laughs> a two. No, no, no. 
Let me see if I can do my deepest. No, 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 no. Maybe God said that. God. What the okay. Hell? Ew, okay, no, right. never that again. No. What was that? That was God saying, no, it's not a bad idea to shoot him. It's a good idea. <laughs> no. All right, I won't, I won't shoot him again until it comes back to my turn. You hear yelling. I bet I do. I have my gun he's... trained on him, though, so. Well, he's lying on the floor and he's got his head, hand to his head and there's blood, but not, it's, it's, it's a scrape, not a, you know, a shot to the head. So he's alive, but he's not, he's got a, he's gonna have a headache. But um, you do hear screaming coming from outside. You ask me what I do? Uh, yeah, you said you were just standing there screaming. What, no, what I, 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 I screamed, what the hell are you doing? And I run to start putting pressure on the head injury in the room. Okay. Like, I'm not just gonna let him bleed out. He's not gonna bleed out from two points of damage. It's just a flesh wound. You're gonna get a flesh wound. Okay, Urgh. top of the order. Go ahead, Mel. Faye, what do you want to do? I really want to shoot him again. I'm in then front of him. him. No, you're and not. That's no. It's. She just walks around the desk and finds an angle and shoots him. <laughs> I, I have my gun trained on him, aimed at him again. I am very conflicted on what to do. Yell the. The door slams open. There's a very large, angry man in the doorway. Oh, yeah! Damn it! Oh, what? Like, he wasn't gonna come back? Don't blame this on me. Faye, he wouldn't mm-hmm. have come back if you hadn't fired a gun. All right, top of the order. You're up, Faye. Who are you shooting? Him or Garza? Oh, God. I'm going to aim for the big man. Okay. By big man, you mean the boss? Matthew um, or no I, I mean I mean the physically large man that is looming in the doorway that probably has a gun strapped to his uh hip well miraculously it's not out yet but that's because he's in a state of semi undress yeah so I'm not taking any chances so I um I aim for him and I, I take a shot um I rolled a 54 which is a regular success how many times you pull the trigger um I'm gonna pull the trigger twice okay next one's at minus 10. And I rolled a 33, so that is still a regular success. Okay, go ahead and do your damages. I rolled a 10. Okay. And the second one, I rolled a 3. The door kick in. Boss, what the? And he goes staggering back. There's there's blood on his chest, um, blood from his arm. He's like, Garza, Catherine, she's going to keep shooting. Get out of the way. Just save yourself. That's what you hear Matthew say. What are you doing, Catherine? My heart has not pounded this bad since the Ilfa Milico attack in Venice. I can't speak right now. So you want me to guess what you're going to do? No, no. Oh, okay. Crap. Ella, somewhere Ella, somewhere up in the in the air, you're doing a nice banking over the side of a hill, um, <laughs> waving to sheep and, and some yak, some other animals that are, you know, part of the, the wild frontier up there in outside of Kathmandu. And very, very faintly, you think you hear gunshots, but you're not sure. Maybe it was just the engine backfiring on this really beautiful bird that you're piloting right now. All right, Faye, uh, Catherine, what's up? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't have a freaking weapon on me. Yeah. What are we going to do? Okay. Okay. So I, Matthew's fine. He's got a rag pressed to his head. Yeah. I, I stand up and approach Faye. This was a stupid plan. This was no plan. What the hell were you thinking? What the hell were you actually thinking? We're gonna get, I, we're gonna I get killed. Thinking, All of Yinko's kindness. You've just killed a man in his establishment. You he hear two more us- gunshots go off. 
and Garza's chest explodes. Blood splatters over Matthew, <gasps> and and Garza hits the ground. And you see one of the young women that had taken Garza into the other room shoot him and shot him in the back. Okay, see, not and a bad then, plan. No, very bad plan. You just shot. So she smiles at you and looks down at Matthew and looks at Faye and is like, just wondering what's going on. No sign of Ginko yet. The other girl comes around the corner. She's also in a state of undress. I whip around to Catherine and I go, Yinko gave us this gun and he gave us permission. He gave us Matthew to dispose of him. Not to di- my g- dispose of him. There's there's more information that we could learn. What more inf- what other information? He's going around in circles. He's trying to buy time to probably get his other reinforcements or whatever over here. There's no there's no other reinforcements. I I didn't think I was coming into a gunfight, Miss Dawson. I was simply coming to collect Miss Ross. And so you really mean to tell me that you came here with only one other person and you didn't inform the rest of your team where you were going? I did not bring anyone else with me except for Garza. And as you can see, I'm sure he's not going to be getting up anytime soon. It, we only came here to talk to Catherine and hopefully take her back, as I said, to Switzerland and then onward to home to get her out of this situation because things have things have de-evolved into a situation I'm no longer able to deal with or control. Can, can, may I get back in the chair, please? Yes, get back in the chair. Faye, can he get back in the chair? Wasn't asking you, Catherine. <laughs> He's asking the woman with three cartridges left in her revolver. I'm not saying anything. I'm just staring him down. Okay. I never took I never took you for a cruel person. That was fucking uncalled for. I never took you for an idiot. You really think that he, the one that abandoned you in the first place, the one who runs a crime ring, the one who put a hit out on my sister, the one who is name strikes fear across all these different organizations we've ever met with, you really think that he is going to bring you to Switzerland to take that curse off of you and then return you safely to England? You really think that? I thought you were smarter than this, Catherine. People change. Shut up. We have someone who, when she touches people, she learns things. Christ! Did the thought not cross your head? We're missing a member of the group. So Yingko appears in the doorway and sees Garza lying there and sees Matthew still not up because you haven't told him he could stand, Faye. He's kind of waiting for permission. He he understands the barrel of a gun and what it means. And Yingko says, I will have this one cleaned up. Do we need to make sure we clean up another or is everything to your satisfaction? Thank you, Yingko. Um, I don't know yet. Ask me in a little while. I was overwhelmed. I did not expect this to happen today when I woke up. Well, this... Ms. Ross, I apologize for springing this on you as it did, but I hope that my explanation sufficed and made you understand why I felt this was necessary to no, do. No, I, I understand and I appreciate the kindness that you were trying to do. This this just isn't something that someone can prepare for. Four men come in and pick up Garza's body and take him away and he says, I will leave you with Caravaggio then. I believe your friend Ella should be landing in the few moments, so I'm sure she'll be back with us shortly. If you have any other needs of me, there is a switch on the underside of my desk. If you simply flip it, I will come back in. I will take my leave of you now. And he shuts the door over. You know what, Catherine? I hand her the gun, and I kind of slam it into her palm, and I go, 
Question him. Get whatever answers you want. Ella will be back in a moment. I'm not intervening anymore in this. This is you and him. I didn't want you to intervene in the first place. Why would I want you to shoot him in the head? After everything that's happened. You know what? No. I just... And I just... I hand her the gun and I just step back and I just cross my arms and I... So he does now. He begins to move slowly into the chair. Who is this, um... This person who you were speaking of, Catherine? I'm not sure what you meant by she can see things or understands things. Oh, look, something you don't know. You'll find out soon enough. You are in no way out. You are in no way in the clear. I just... I understand. He was mine to shoot! And you weren't doing it. You were going to go with him. You really think I'm going to let you step away and go with him? That... You know what? Selfish. Selfish? Fuck, we just let Schoolie walk away. Selfish? We we let Schoolie walk away. I've got a curse on me. Do you want me to live with this thing for the rest of my life? I have lost every single person I have ever cared about in the yeah, matter and of he two is, months. And he is the only person I've ever cared about. So guess what? You shoot him in the head, we match now, Faye. Is that what you want? I don't want you to speak to me at all for the rest of this trip. Good. Good. Ella, let's bring that plane in. Go ahead and make a, make a roll okay. for landing. That is a regular success at a 37. My skills are 45. This plane, um, you didn't, you've done some training flying and some, uh, you know, basic, uh, very casual pilot, you know, piloting basic lessons a couple times up and down and, you know, over the years. But uh, this one, it, it like he said, this is a, a plane at a whole different level than you've ever experienced. Very, very smooth. Engines, very, very strong. Uh, it, 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 it's it's almost effortless in the way it moves and handles for this time period. Really, it's a it's just it's it's a pleasure to fly, and it's it feels very solid and comfortable in your hands. And you bring that you bring it down, and even though it's a field, touch down very softly, no problem. Uh, and you park the plane and kill the engines. Go through your your uh, post flight checklist real quick, making sure you power everything down to save on the batteries and all the other stuff that's necessary. You go ahead and uh, the other pilot, you know, talks to you a little bit. Just gives you some last minute pointers, and then the car's there, and it takes you. It brings you back into town. This is all the while while you know Garza was shot, and then this conversation. So you heard the shots, and then landed uh, not long after that. So figure you're back to the to the bar in about twenty five thirty minutes after the uh, the shooting at Ying Ko's place. So Catherine Faye, at this point, Catherine, is there any specific questions? Because we know that there's now been another great shushing, uh, and this one is self-induced by Faye. Faye has given herself her own sh- her own great shushing, and she sat down, and um, she basically said, "I'm not going to be a part of this anymore." So she's in the corner watching. Is there anything else? She, is there any other questions you wanted to attempt to play, put to Matthew before uh, Ella comes in and starts, you know, doing a little bit of the clairvoyant stuff? I can't come with you, obviously. And I'm I'm seeing this through to the end. I've come too far. I'm who a changed. Speak- who are you speaking to? To Matthew. I'm a changed person. You're a changed person. We're two different people. Do one good thing in your life. How do I get this damn curse off of me? Please. If you, ho- a- if you hold any affection for me, whatever you did to me, I want you to reverse it. It's a gay, it's not quite the same thing. I don't know how to remove it. As I said, the person, the the society, 
when Crowley abandoned the Golden Dawn, when things became uncomfortable, the group splintered into several small subsects that one remained in England um, under, uh, they all took different names. The one in Geneva, I know someone there. I could get you there. They can they can help you, and then you could come back. I don't know what else to tell you. I, I, I don't. When I when when it was done originally, it was I thought it was to keep Awas looking over you. I didn't realize that Awas and Shakotel were the same thing. I didn't know that. I thought putting its eye on you was going to be to keep you safe because Crowley said in the Book of Law that Awas was a guardian spirit. Fine. I was at that party as a guest of my uncle. Why would you even think I needed to be kept safe anyway? That's something that I've never understood. I was at a party. I was in a ball gown. A, not a ball gown, but... I was eating canapes for fuck's sake, Matthew. What, what did you think was going to happen? I thought that your that you would have been drawn into the intrigues that were going to be occurring when Miss Dawson was hired as a digger and would have needed the original plan was to make sure that Aloysius invited you along as medical staff on the dig. But the bookstore happened and I didn't know you were going to go to the after party. I I never even thought your uncle would accept the invitation, but that's when he ran into a several of my lower end associates who were attempting to secure a book the book for me. The book that we were fortunately able to recover through other means of obfuscation when you went back to the museum so you know two days later where is it do you have it not here the book could be helpful i could ship it to you or bring it to you if you feel it's something that you need i i don't Catherine. i'm trying to get out of this deal i it's crowley was an advisor to me i paid him some money to make some cursory investigations but now that the German military is involved, as I said before, this is this is getting beyond a simple smuggling operation. And if Crowley has indeed allied with Mueller, dark times are ahead for all of you, even you, Miss Dawson, darker than what's already occurred. My face already been sealed by Crowley long ago, apparently, so I'm aware. I need a drink. Um, double scotch if you order something please. There's a buzzer under the desk. I think I'll be okay. Very well. I'm just trying to kill time until Ella Ella shows up. Okay, Ella, we'll say that you're finally here. Yinko brings you to the office. Uh, There is blood all over the floor that's, um, it's congealed. Uh, It hasn't been dried up yet. He hasn't really sent people in because the blood pool is in the doorway and it kind of pool, it kind of soaked under the door and is into the office as well. So he says, not to worry, it's none of your friend's blood. And when he opens it up, there's a man in a white suit um, holding a, a rag to his head. Um, seems that he has some sort of a cut or serious, you know, abrasion to the side of his head. Catherine is holding a pistol and Faye is sitting off in the corner looking very Faye. Hello, strange men who apparently have been violently injured. Catherine, darling, what what is this? Miss Walcott, I'd like you to meet my former fiancé, Matthew Langford. Oh, a pleasure. Was the engagement ended poorly? You could say that. 
He goes by a different name now. Several, I'm sure. There are a few. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Miss Walcott. Well, you you seem very charming, I'm sure. Um, why am I here, exactly? And why, uh, Mr. Coe, what, what's going on? He's left. He just opened the door. Oh, and let he you just in. opened the let me the door. I'm like, I. Why is this gentleman here in Nepal? Is he trying to rekindle your romance? This man is. You might know him as Matthias Haupt. You might know him as Caravaggio. I'm sorry. What? I said what I said. No, I heard you. But he points to Matthew. Is. The art smuggler that is notorious through Europe? The same. Oh my. She looks very uncomfortable with his criminal, his discovery of criminal behavior. So, oh dear. Oh my. I'm sure the reputation is not nearly as earned as you think. Oh. Sh- Faye up. just starts cackling in the corner. We have an oh, official dear. cackle. <laughs> oh my um that's that's great um i, I mean what are we friends? she's stuttering at this point because she doesn't know what is happening and is very confused but she turns to Catherine and goes what are you doing with him then well Faye tried to shoot him in the head i would appreciate if before we decide what she to shot do, him the rest yes do you not see the bleeding scrape and unfortunately, my nerves got the better of me, and I missed, and I smirk at him. I would like if you could do the thing that you do on him to see if we learn anything more than what we already know. Uh, you want me to do the thing? Please do the thing, if you are if you would be so kind. Um, I don't, I've never done it on the living person. I don't know what I'm going to get. It's not mind-reading. Could you check? She pulls up a chair very nervously towards him, and she goes, You're not going to use this moment to take me hostage, are you? Oh, he won't get very far, Ella. Uh, don't you worry. I have the, had a I trying. Have the, I've got the gun. I have also killed a man with my bare hands before. One of his men, I might add, so don't worry about it. So, I'm not sure I understand. Catherine, this woman is going to ask me questions and get answers? Is that... I, I, I would answer you if I could. I don't know something, what... Something like it. Because you have never been a very honest person. And I'm not as naive as some people in the room believe me to be. So, I'd like, I'd like to see if we can try out this other option before we make any drastic decisions that we can't come back from. It's... Uh, Catherine, darling, thank you. Um, this is going to be a bit more difficult since perhaps he is alive. But, um, can I see something that you have personally on you that you appreciate? A ring, a trinket, a favored necktie? Matthew, give her an object, please. He hands you his walking stick. Oh, this this is quite fancy. Is it Italian? Um, I don't believe so. I, I suppose uh, this and your hand, please, will do. My hand. Very well. Yes, yes. Uh, can the one of you is, please? The gun is trained on him. Okay. I, 
I, I'm going to need one of you to take notes. As I've said, I forget what I say. No problem. I take out a pen and paper, and I sit, and I look forward. I'm like, ready. All right, so, yes, that is a 33. It's a regular success. But I'd like to, with your permission, do a little bit of pre-game before you tell me what is pertainable to the thing. I'd like to do something cool. Um, so everybody listening, and to Faye and Catherine the most, when she has the walking stick in her hand, it seems like it takes her like a 30 seconds before her eyes shoot open, and she goes, Meeting in the darkness of Italian countryside, all things confusing. Many names, Matthias helped. She starts naming all his aliases out of her mouth, like she shouldn't know these things besides Caravaggio and stuff, but then she goes, Mother, Katerina, she's so like her, so much like my dear Catherine before me. So many secrets and lies, and you oh, see did him I go a little. He gets a little. No, he he goes a little pale over your mumbling. He knows of the he knows of the bloodsucker, and he knows he knows he wanted their money. He wanted their assistance, but they would not give it to him. She's heavily breathing, and she's gonna like clean. Ticket, no, plane ride to Nepal where he would find her, find her, out, run, run, and then whatever the keeper would like to tell me. I don't know what the question is. It's all, you're going to get, yeah, I need to know what Catherine, Catherine wanted questions. Faye and Catherine wanted answers. So, I mean, we would need to know what those questions are so I can give you a symbol of what the, what it looks like. Who put the curse on me? He had someone walk past you. At the museum and put it on you. Okay. You're talking about so, who taught who that's good. Do um, you want to know if the if the curse lifting can be arranged? Yes, that. That was the more important thing. That and who his buyer is. Okay. So the buyer there's no face. You hear several phone calls, Ella, things that you know, the phone you, you see him grab a phone, pick it up, you see him read a telegram, you see him dispatch some information, a handwritten note that he gives to a lackey or someone, and then it goes off. But you do see who one of the telegraphs is addressed to, and it is Lee Sen Chang. She would respond to that with, no, no ever face. There was never any contact physically. There's always a letter. There's always a call. Just a moment away, and his name is... Lee Sen Chang. Something more than we had ten minutes ago. Okay, and the who in Geneva? How do I get this thing lifted off of me? I only got a regular success. Am I losing the power? No, you can do it. There is no way. Um, Ella flashes out of her trance and she looks at him with like ire and disgust because it's like you lied and she goes he's lying he speaks falsely there is no way you are cursed no that's not true i was told that it 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 could be reversed that it was protective not that it was a curse ella move she looks shaken she can't really move right now because it takes a lot out of her like i'm i'm guessing like i'm gonna lose several 
MP points for that. But um, what's the dice again? A D3 and times it by two or D4? D3 plus one. That's how many you lose for the the, the, the first time you cast when you cast it. So I lose four points. Ooh, okay. So how many yep. did you start with? I had my full 14. Oh, so you're fine. Yeah, she's like, I don't know his name. He's lying. He doesn't know anything. He just wants her to go with him. Of course I wanted her to go with him. With me because I was attempting to get this thing off of her. I did not know that it was irreversible. Faye, please help Ella to sit down. Faye gets up um, and she sort of just takes Ella's by the elbow and helps her sit down. But I'm still keeping my eyes trained on Catherine and Matthew, and I make sure to lock eyes with Catherine as sort of a silent way of saying, I'm still here. I'm mad at you, but I'm still here. Catherine, once Ella's in the clear, she makes eye contact with Faye. Words were said in the heat of the moment that they'll they'll have to talk, I'm sure. She points the gun at the man she once loved and pulls the hammer back. May I have... Two moments and a piece of paper, please. Yes. I'll give it to him. He begins writing a note to his daughter. He folds it, puts it in an envelope in the, from the desk. Somebody gives him one. He seals it, and he, calm as, calm as can be, reaches it out to you, Catherine, and says, when you get back, would you please just somehow make sure that she gets that? I just want her to understand. Of course. As someone who has lost a parent at a young age that Katarina is at, I look at Matthew and I say, I think you're terrible, but I will make sure that this is delivered to your daughter. I appreciate that, Miss Dawson. It's more than you, it's more than I deserve from you. It's not for you. It's for her. Reaches in his pocket, takes out another cigarette and lights it. Are we really killing him? I put my arm around Ella and I sort of, with my hand, I just put her head in like the crook of, my shoulder where my neck meets my shoulder and I just kind of whisper I'm like it's better if you don't look I'm sick and tired of the blood there was so much he's done so many things I saw the Ella blood. please please Ella please I'm sorry I can't do this all the time Ella Ella go wait for us in the hall we'll be out soon she is very on the verge of tears like she's had a there's been a lot of death and blood and garbage going on this past yeah. week in the Himalayas, and she's tired of it. And she obviously doesn't understand the full history. She only got vague readings, but she saw what Matthew did in the war, the various different things. And she's like, can't we just leave it alone? But she does. Well, there's also, and I, and I have to stress this, there's also moments of good. He does do, he's not, he's not Stalin, a guy who runs a smuggling empire and has done some bad things yeah yeah. like she saw his kid and how much he loves right. her and he does what he does and he does it to provide so there's he's bad but he's not obviously stalin but yeah she's just tired yeah of the i mean there's, there are definitely worse people in the world there's but there's also a shit ton better so yes she does what she goes out but she's very jittery and stumbling it it seems like this one took a real bite out of her for some reason and you're not sure okay. why yeah, understood. Okay, the door shuts. The two of you are in there with him. Unless, Faye, are you leaving? No, I'm. we're in a protected building. It's Yinko's building. I think that she'll be okay out in the hallway. Catherine needs me here. 
for what it's worth, I'm sorry. She is shaky. She takes a deep breath and and she fires. If you put it close enough to him, there won't even need to be a roll. I mean, I don't want him there's... to suffer. Okay. So you put it up against the side of his head. Oh, God. Is that what you're doing? Is there any way to not be covered in him? Well, that, it's going to splatter out the other side. Oh, okay. I mean, unless, unless you wrap it around his head and fire it into you, but that would be dangerous <laughs> oh, to look at. I'm sorry. I don't know patterns of sploosh. Well, you watch enough CSI. <laughs> He does have a point there. It's not CSI. It's Criminal Minds. Whatever. You're sub, unsub, substitute sub. His arms were cut off. His (laughs) legs were cut off. Shut up, everyone. Um, Oh, my God. All right. So you shoot him, and this time it's it's the end. He dies with a bullet hole in his head. Once it's done, because I assume Catherine's probably not moving, Faye just ever so gently sort of takes the gun out of her hand. And she just puts it on her hip and she's just kind of there in case Catherine wants comfort, but Faye is not touching her first. Knowing Catherine, Faye knows that Catherine is someone that needs to initiate it. I can't believe I just did that. I know. Well, for the record, neither can he. <laughs> Keep her! Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> that is too soon! Too soon, sir. (laughs) This is a sweet mother. It's going to take us at least another chapter to be able to joke about that. All right, my bad. A chapter? (laughs) Madam. A chapter takes weeks for us, okay? Oh, I thought you meant an episode. Okay. No. Okay, here, Catherine, if you want to redo (laughs) that. Yeah, I'm trying to act. And you are doing phenomenally. Thank you. can't believe I just did that. After everything after all of the horrible things I said and how angry I was. You had every right to be angry. I would have been in the exact same position that you were in. It's... The note is still in your hand, Catherine. I I don't want to look at it. I hand it to her. I would have given... I would have done anything for answers and for, for five... for five minutes with him and... And I'm sorry if you can't understand that. And I, I don't care if you're if you're angry with me. I don't care if you never look at me the same. If you hate me, I I don't I don't hate I, don't, you. I don't I don't care. I, I I could never hate you. Not after everything that we have been through. Not after everything that we have built together. I could never hate you. We both said horrible things to each other, but it was because we were both upset and emotional and everything was crumbling around us. We just went through an absolute circus of emotional torment. I hope you understand why I did what I did. It wasn't out of anything that was selfishly motivated, at least not entirely. I did it to protect you. I did it so that he wouldn't take you and do God knows what with you. I knew that he was lying. I knew that he was bluffing. I knew somebody that had his history, even if you two were tied before he became what he became, I knew that he wouldn't just let you go and heal you without a price. 
and I'm sorry that I almost took away your closure, but I did what I thought was right. I did it to save you. I'm not saved. I don't think either of us ever will be, but we can work together when all this is over one day to get to a point of being at least somewhat okay. There's a knock on the door and Ella peeks her head in. Is it over? Yeah, Ella, it's, it's over. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm not, I don't. No, it's. Uh, it was something about the situation and I've shaken by some things I've seen. The three of us have gone through so much grief and turmoil in the past few days than most people don't go through in a single lifetime. It's okay. What we can do now is we can just move forward with the memory of our friends in our hearts propelling us towards a better future, hopefully. I don't know how we can finish this. I don't know. With all working of his... together. No. With all of his resources, with everything that he has at his disposal, an empire of connections and money and... Only two of us that started this are left. And out of the two of us, we have an English clairvoyant. We have a mouthy American with no concept of tact that will ram her head into anything. And we have a nurse who's a little bit too trigger and needle happy, but always seems to save the day. We have a good team here. We lost members of our team, but we carry them with us. We just move forward from here. We work together. And if it makes you feel any better, it seems the pattern is that when somebody leaves, another will come back or be seen again or somebody new. We never know who we're going to encounter. We already, I mean, look, we got a, we have a great addition to the team. And I point to Ella and I go, you did really well. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, although I, I don't like doing living people. Their their emotions cloud me. Don't worry. We'll re I'll, I'll remember that for next time. We won't do that. Now, I have, I have one thing that I want to try to do. I want to... The letter that he wrote for his daughter, is it... He didn't seal it with anything special, right? It's... No. I'm a little curious. I kind of I, I kind of want to open it and... Take a little peeksy. See what it says. All right. Yinko's men come in. They start cleaning up. One of the girls is mopping. The body's taken away. Um, Catherine, do you leave? Or are you staying there for the? Uh, are you standing there in the in the in the? Are you Faye? Are you reading it here? Or are you going outside? What are you doing? Um. How about while they, while Yinko's men come in, Faye takes, she grab she takes Ella's arm and she takes Catherine's arm and she kind of just leads the girls out into the hallway and there's where I'll read the letter and I'll read it I'll read a couple lines to myself at first just to see if it's something too emotional for me to read out loud to Catherine but if it's not then I'll read it out loud okay. what if I don't I don't want to hear it okay so she you see her opening the envelope um no what are you doing I'm just going to read a few lines and make sure it's actually going to his daughter and it's not intel for his people. Look, 
before my mom died, she wrote me a letter that I still have. And I understand how sacred this is. Okay. If I read a few lines and I see that it's to his daughter, I'm going to seal it and I'm going to mail it and make sure that it gets there. But I can't just let it go without finding out if it's actually that or if it's some sort of tip that goes to his people and leads him right to where we are. You don't have to listen to it. I don't want to listen to it. Do what you have to. Then I will just read it. Catherine, you walk away with Ella? Uh, yes. I I will go with Catherine because after the reading, I don't want to read it either. Yeah. You go out, you head up to the bedrooms and um, you tell her that the plane is ready to go. You feel you're as comfortable as you can be. The pilot that was training you told Yinko that they were refueling the, the plane and it could be, you know, it, it'll be, they're just going to do some quick overhaul checks on it. Make sure, it's, you know, nothing needs, no parts. They always do pre-flight stuff and that you should be ready to leave as of tomorrow or whenever you're comfortable for Leningrad. Um, so the two of you make your way up there, you grab a bottle of alcohol from the bar on the way up. Something I'm sure stronger than wine. And uh, Faye, this is what you see. Dearest Katerina, I made many mistakes in my life, but no, you are not one of them. Daddy is gone, but know this. If you are ever in need of someone in this cruel world, please seek out the bearer of this note. She will keep you safe, and I trust she will care for you and guard you, and hopefully one day come to love you, since you are the best of what I once was your loving father. And that's where we'll call it for tonight. We will be setting off for Russia on our next chapter of Cthulhu in Cairo. I want to thank my players. This has been the hardest chapter we've run. Um, Everybody, uh, we've had some people write to me about um, what a bastard I was about Venice. And (laughs) we came to Nepal. We came to Kathmandu and everybody had high hopes and things looked like they were bright and sunny. And at some points they were, the vice was starting to close in. Time is passing and the bad guys were moving and it was the time for Mueller, you know, he was catching up with them and he has his own sources now of information and he's got Crowley also helping to f- help him get through some of the translations of these occult tomes. Things were bleak and are tough, but this, these three will find a way to keep enduring and keep... Uh, keep fighting on against the uh, terrible things that are out there and so that Shakotal does not manifest itself in this world. So stay with us. Uh, it's going to get very interesting. Russia is uh, going to be a lot of fun, I hope, for them. So from all of us, Lauren, Mel, Kayla, thank you so much for tonight. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin MacLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.